welcome back to Restore Pack Podcast with me, your host, Jack Cole. So today I'm joined by Giuseppe Forestiari, who is based in Oxford, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his work in the communications realm um, of conservation. Uh, so Giuseppe, welcome, and might want to tell us a little bit about your background, what it is you do, um, and yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah, hi, Jack. Uh, first of all, I wanted to thank you for inviting me to your to your podcast. It's a, it's a pleasure. So yeah, basically, my name is Giuseppe Forestieri, as you said, and I am the, the creative director of Motion Aptitude. And we are a creative studio that uh, focuses our um, our energy uh, towards helping uh, organization, uh, universities, and uh, environmental institutions to uh, come up with their stories and help uh, to convey their values uh, through compelling animated stories. Uh, personally, I have a background in visual communication and in animation. And um, over the years, I um, basically naturally uh, decided to combine what uh, my background is in uh, within the creative sector and combine that with uh, my passion which is nature conservation you know i grew up in a in a, in a farm in italy and uh, uh nature i was surrounded by nature and i feel this is something that is uh, within me so it's something i wanted to do you know i want to see nature flourish and uh, that is why i combined my creativity uh, uh, with my nature uh, passion, basically. And that's why uh, Motion Act exists. Yes, nice little start. So tell us how have comms tech, uh, animation, etc., in the environmental sector, how has that changed over the past years? Um, I would say, uh, I, was, I, was, I would say that, you know, uh, the way we communicate over the years has slightly changed um, because when we, uh, back in the days, we were talking about climate, climate uh, change and environmental um, crisis as something bad, you know, and even though this is the reality, uh, we want to uh, not only show the bad news, but we want to show also um, the good news and be, being op optimistic in that, in that sense really helps to connect with the audience. So I would say that the way we, the narrative has changed over the years. Uh, and uh, there is still some um, negativity about this, um, this way of communicating. But I believe that slowly, slowly we get in there and then people are starting to understand that we, if we um, try to um, offer uh, actionable steps, positive solutions, then, you know, we can help the audience, we can help the people to try to overcome some of the issues about nature conservation and, um, and climate crisis. Okay, so you work primarily in animation, did you say, to begin with, and then you moved into? Yes, you know, at the beginning of my career, I was concentrating just being a generalist, I was working with animation and illustration just uh, on a broad sense. But then now I, I help organization uh, uh, within nature conservation and animal welfare. So I'm now sort of like niching down uh, and use my skills to um, this specific community. Okay. And 
How have audiences' responses changed or organisations' responses changed to the messaging? Um, I would say that um, the way, you know, the use of social media has changed completely the way we communicate. And for example, uh, a lot of content produced for social media, uh, unfortunately, has to be very short in order to grab people's attention. You know, the attention span nowadays is very short, especially on social media. Uh, we create a lot of content, for example, which is like less than 90 seconds and uh, sometimes less than 30 seconds. So definitely, you know, uh, people love briefed uh, and short messages. So uh, definitely the art of summarizing is really something that nowadays uh, it's very important in communication uh, because you know people scroll their phone very very quickly and uh, if we are um, uh, if we are uh, in a good position to show them uh, something in a in a concise and brief way then we we can say that our job is is done and then we 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 can grab their attention uh, better than using a long form uh, content for example. Right. And uh, tell me about eco-anxiety and how that's yeah. played into some of your work. Yeah, so this is uh, strictly connected to the way we communicate, the, the one I was mentioning you before, because um, I still see a lot of uh, content out there that's mainly focused on showing the bad news. And this is something that, you know, not all the people uh feel comfortable about because if we are keep if we keep bombarding uh, uh the audience with bad news then some of them might react badly and uh, for example you just mentioned eco anxiety you know eco anxiety is something that has, over the years uh, has grown a lot especially among uh, the young generation uh, because they're constantly bombarded about bad news and uh, talking about the, the the future, so definitely changing the narrative is something that uh, I would highly uh, suggest in order to change direction and be more optimistic about about the future. And you mentioned there that there should be more sort of um, like action focus and small steps that so rather than you know got this terrible big wider picture of you know uh, slightly worrying future ahead but you can do some things about it in your own community or in your own life. What would be some of those small steps that ordinary people could take? Uh, I would say that besides looking for, for the bright side, showing optimistic, optimistic news, I would say that you have to inspire your audience, you know, uh, inspiring your audience, uh, for example, by being relatable, uh, by adding a human touch to your story. Um, I see a lot of uh, the the stories out there. Not 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 all of them, but I see many stories that mainly focus on showing the stats and the numbers. You know, whereas if we start with a story and uh, combine and include those stats around the story, then people can relate better to the to to the story. You know, most of the stories I I see still have a um, a, a cold approach in communicating, you know, uh, whereas if we include a story to that from beginning to end, and we can include certain numbers which are related to climate change and nature conservation, but the story is the main 
uh, part, the main starting point we should start thinking when communicating. And can you give us a couple of specific examples of these stories that you, you have used to, to, to share these messages? Yeah, so basically, uh, when uh, we thought, actually, I have to think about that. That's okay, take a moment. There's no, uh, so, no pressure. So, um, there's some recent work that you showed us in your, your webinar, which is, I think, a good example. Yes, um, the, it was the Econ Society one. Yeah. So basically, um, that one was a project that started for uh, a, a with AW Group. So they wanted to uh, highlight, um, you know, to, to to translate the bad news into something valuable. And in that in that case, we basically turned something which was negative into something good. And uh, how to channel those feelings of eco-anxiety into something that people can uh, do actionable steps and, and overcome those issues. Uh, so, again, we want to start and showcase a main character a story. Uh, the character has a problem, and then throughout his journey or her journey, there is a solution to that problem. So it's always a matter of starting and finish it. In the middle, there is a solution for that problem. So that is a good example, actually, uh, that suits very well with your question. Yeah, so another example would be, uh, for example, we recently worked on a project for the British Ecological Society, you know, and where organizations like that come to us, uh, to, to us and ask uh, for, they, uh, for, for, for help, uh, most of the times they want a report, you know, they want to publish a report. So they want a, an engaging and nice way to present the report, uh, the report to the public. So when there is, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the work behind the report is massive. So there's a lot of research uh, in the background. So our job is to translate that massive information into something which is digestible for the audience, uh, especially on social media. You know, I mentioned to you before about the art of summarizing, you know, uh, to make something that's, you know, a long form content in, into something short that really grabs people's attention. So our job is really to um, simplify the complex to visuals, you know, visual and attractive narratives that resonate with, with people. Good. So, if someone was just starting out um, trying to convey a positive message, um, perhaps as you've just mentioned there, you know, taking some complex ideas and simplifying them to a digestible level um, for an audience, what might be some initial tips or guidance that you'd give to someone for putting together a um, an effective message? Yes, yeah, so first of all, I would say that um, you have to concentrate, you have to basically uh, start with research, you know, and finding, you know, what others in your, in your, in your field done, you know, to have a broader picture and see how others have approached the same problem, how others have created a campaign, for example. You know, when we, uh, uh, you know, uh, organization come to us, we always ask, do you have like a reference or, or something that you, you've seen in the past that you would like to, you know, to use as a reference? Because even though, um, 
you don't want to copy what others have done, but it's always a good starting point to see what, what you liked about that and analyze with us what is the, the best, what would be the best approach to start with. So I would say research is the first, is the first point to start with. And uh, also the next step will be to um, speak to us about the, the target audience. Who are they trying to, to, to talk to? You know, are they trying to talk to a young uh, audience? Are they talking just to like a general audience? And what, uh, I would say, what sort of like, uh, um, are, you, are you going to launch a video on social media or is it going to be for a, for a live conference? This is very important, you know, and the way you approach the story changes depending on uh, how you, 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 you're going to communicate your story and where you're going to communicate it. Uh, because uh, I would say that, you know, analyzing um, this aspect also helps the people you're working with, in our case, us, if, if, uh, to find the best solution for your problem. When I say problem, is mainly because in the design and creative sector, you know, we use the term problem because it's something we want to overcome uh, uh, and to best present ideas to, to, to the client. What are some things best avoided? What should people not do? Sorry, say again? So what are things people should not do? What are some pitfalls or mistakes that some people might make in their messaging? Uh, I would say one of the things that you should not do is uh, copy someone else's message. You know, you can use uh, the, as a reference, you know, you can, because even, for example, uh, us, you know, we, we don't come from a um, uh, conservation background. So we always, you know, try to learn new things and read a lot of books and blogs about conservation because we want to enter into this world and try to find a solution to overcome the, the, the problems within this community. So I would say you always have to go and look for what others have done and use this to create your own voice. So to be authentic. As, exactly, to be authentic. Good. And finally, Giuseppe, how do you see things, or how would you like to see things trending over the coming years in your, your area of comms? And how can you see things changing as uh, time progresses? Yeah, yeah. So I would say in the in the creative sector, I see uh, many people nowadays trying to niche niche down to a specific sector. You know, I as we did, you know, uh, we started at the beginning in my personally beginning of my career. Uh, I was just doing like a, a general. I was a generalist. Uh, I was focusing on animation and communication just in general. And over the years, I decided to niche down to this specific sector. So I would say that. The, the the future uh, would be more uh, in the way people we use creativity will be more focused on a specific sector because that will make them expert of that specific sector. So definitely niching down is a trend that I see this uh, more and more over the coming years as well. Brilliant, finding finding your niche. Uh, and finally, Giuseppe, where can people find your work and follow you and perhaps you know. Yeah, I'm happy, to, yeah. I'm happy to connect with people on LinkedIn. They can find me on LinkedIn or they can visit the, the website uh, motionaptitude.com where they can find our work and uh, what we do.
So we always open to to connect with others. You know, uh, I would say mainly uh, to learn. You know, when I first contact you and uh, I saw that what you were doing, your podcast, I was always intrigued. You know uh, about what uh, you come up with. I was listening to your podcast and I was interested in knowing other people's perspective. So definitely connecting is something I'm always keen uh, and open to do. Brilliant. Thank you, Giuseppe.